I was like, please don't turn this into a trend. I won't do this. This is going to be like low rise jeans all over again. I won't do it. (laughs) Oh my God. Never. Low rise jeans are not coming back. And I'm not, I refuse to wear flared jeans ever either. I'm a flared like a low rise jeans. I'm not going to do it. Skinny high waisted for like Like boot Skinny high waisted for life. I would maybe wear flare jeans, like high-waisted, like 70s bell-bottom type I jeans. I probably would too, um, I wouldn't be my outfit of choice, but I could maybe see myself wearing them. Um, but I will not. I absolutely will. I don't care if they come back in style. I don't care if it's the only jeans that are in the store. I will not be buying some low-rise flare jeans ever again in my lifetime. <laughs> Welcome back, Heartbreakers. I'm Amanda here with my co-hosts. I'm Madison. I'm Kelsey. I'm Juliana. On today's episode, we are doing something a little different than we normally do. Instead of discussing a book, we are going to be talking about a movie. Um, all four of us have watched the Netflix sensation Purple Hearts. I probably more than anybody else. I've probably watched it like triple the amount of times you three have combined. But probably. Yeah. Um, we Absolutely. loved it. And so we decided that we wanted to take a break from talking about books this week and talk about a movie instead. So plus this one is based on a book. So if any of you have read it and you listened to this episode um, and you've watched the movie too, it'd be cool if you could kind of clue us in on some differences or similarities. But yeah, that's what we're doing today. Ooh, um, before we hop in, what's everyone been reading since our last episode? So since the last podcast, I have read exactly one book more than one time. And that is Mixed Signals uh, by BK Borson. It was fantastic. We cannot wait to have her on the podcast and talk all about it next week. Yes. I loved Love Light and In the Weeds, but Mixed Signals was just on another level for me. It is one of my favorite books of all time. Um, Fantastic. And when I'm I think I've mentioned this before, but when I'm editing, I have a hard time reading new books. And so when I read that one and I loved it so much, it's just kind of been an easy reread for me as I'm editing because I don't have a whole lot of time to invest in new books. So that's it for me. Kelsey, what have you been reading? I just finished listening to Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter, and it was a bajillion out of 10 for me. It was so good. It's so so cute. cute. I went in, like I didn't. I didn't read the synopsis before I got started on it, and I didn't know that it was a young adult, but it was just what I needed, so I'm glad. I was the I same way. Read. I didn't, I was the exact same way. I didn't read the synopsis either. I just went into it blind. And like, Man, so that makes me good. so you know excited. It was young adult before you read it, Jules? Mm-mm. That makes me no, so no excited idea. because we know how much I love young adult, so and I'm very excited. Really, I don't really, I don't really lean adult. towards young adult. I really don't, but that's I don't either, amazing. but I know, I remember you talking about, um, What's the book that the summer of broken rules and yeah. how it doesn't it, read like a young yeah. adult. That's exactly how yeah. better than the movies was. Yeah. I think I, I don't love really young good. adult, but I love Lynn. So it's definitely yeah. going to be Madison. Stop it. You've it. been reading so much young adult lately, especially fantasy. I read like three young adult books. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot for you. In the last year. Because yeah. <laughs> I read the summer I turned pretty series and then I read the summer books. I've read some young adult fantasy. Also I, Serpent and Dove and Dance of Thieves. 
I don't love young adult fantasy. I feel like those were more new adult. I don't know. Okay. Go I ahead. love young adult. So <laughs> I also, so sorry um, to finish reading. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also finished reading book lovers. It's very much more a story about her and her sister and not, I feel like about a romance. I mean, there's That's some romance I keep in it, but I feel like everywhere. But I, it was good. Yeah. It was so cute. like you would classify it probably more as women's fiction than you would a uh, romance. Yeah, I think I would. But it was very witty. Yeah, same. Like her one-liners in that book are hilarious. Look, I do love Emily Henry. I will read it eventually. But like I keep seeing reviews for it that just like it just slowly is sinking down my TBR. So I have to really be in the mood for women's fiction because I literally only read romance Um, and fantasy romance. Yeah, same. Um, One thing that was really like I loved it about it but said it was all about books so that was fun mm. to read I do love also, books it was like books. yeah it was like kind of heavy on like the publishing industry which I just think is super fascinating and so it was good <laughs> okay Jules what have you been reading I have also been reading mixed signals um I finished it yesterday and it was amazing I just loved it it was also good um, I'm really excited to talk about it next week, so I'm not going to talk about it super long. And then I also was reading, what else was I reading? Oh, I, I reread a lot, um, but I recently just started rereading the Briar U series. I've read it so many times. I know it like by heart. Every My babies. Book, even, even the ones that I'm like, this like this would not be a good standalone, but in as a series, it's like my favorite series ever. And I just love every single one of those little boys. So much. Oh, my babies. Okay. I love them so much. They're so good. So Look, here's my I thing about rereading that. Sorry, Jules. Here's my thing no, about that fine. series is that I love off campus. Don't get me wrong, but like Logan and Tucker's books, especially Tucker's book, I really could have mm-hmm. done without. Um, yeah. I really like the novellas. I thought they were good, but like Garrett and Dean stole the show from off campus for me. Dean is but, my favorite. I do love Garrett. I'm rereading yeah, no, the deal. I'm starting Dean, over, so I'm on the deal right now. Dean is um, perfection, but with Briar U, with the spinoff, top to bottom, every single one of those books yeah. is utter perfection. I, I love every yeah, single I one of those boys. 100% dearly, agree. So. Every single one is perfect. Yep. Um, Especially Hunter Even though they all, oh my gosh, there's so many good ones. Amanda what have you been reading Jules I'm really glad you asked um I think last on our last episode I mentioned that I had read and I'd finished mixed signals which is great um I loved it so much but again I'm not going to dive into it because we will be discussing that book at length next week with BK Borison very exciting stuff um since man I really have not read like anything all week because I've been trying to get on the line ready to go out to early readers but I binge read the cheat sheet by Sarah Adams yesterday completely obsessed with it that book is utter perfection don't know why I waited so long to read it um and then after that I started spells for forgetting by Adrian Young which I have an ARC of it's like an adult magical real realism type deal um it's super good so far i'm 42 percent of the way into it and i'm obsessed with it so that's it okay let's get into this um i have i watched it yesterday um or friday night with my friend and the second time and i just wrote down some thoughts as i went the very first thing i have written down is luke is a dick 
This is true. At the beginning, he certainly is. Yes, that was my first thought. I think a lot of that is like he's with his Marine buddies and he has like this front that he puts on in front of his Mm -hmm. buddies, but he's really just like- He's really just like a cinnamon roll underneath it all. So oh, he's so sweet. Um, I will say one other thing. You podcasters can't see this, um, but I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even let you finish cup. it. <laughs> With the my hair tucked cut. into my jean jacket right now, it feels absolutely disgusting. I will never wear my hair like this. But me and my friend got really fascinated. Mary Lee, if you're listening, this is. They had to have known when they were producing this, they had to know like, Hey, we looked it up. Okay. And she talked about it on an interview. Oh, good. Um, Someone needs to address it. Yeah. And she said that it was a specific choice for her to do that. And that she uh, chose to do it or someone else told her. She chose it. it. She did it one time um, because she thought that Cassie would be too bothered to wear her hair back in a ponytail, but she wouldn't want her hair in her face because she's just got so much going on all the time. Um, so she would just quickly tuck it in her jacket or her turtleneck. No comment. Oh my gosh, the turtleneck. Got okay, me. yeah, the jacket isn't even that bad, but that friggin' turtleneck. Yes. Yes. That um, makes me cringe then, every time. And I couldn't focus on the scene because I was like, fix your hair. But I will say it got us to remember it and talk about it. So I mean, it's yeah, so it's so all nice. over TikTok apparently. Is it um, is that why you've been calling it the Cassie Tuck cuz it hasn't Well, that's what she calls it. Okay, that makes in sense. In that interview, she calls it she's like it's just my Cassie Tuck. But then um she said her director, or I think it was her director, really liked it. So then they like kept having her do it and she was like I didn't realize until I watched it how often it was really tucked in there. And she's like, I didn't think that anybody was going to think anything of it. It was just like a character choice because, you know, she just, I figured she wouldn't want to be bothered with her hair in her face. And so we were watching the rest of the movie. We were like, look at how unbothered she is right now with her hair pulled back in her turtleneck. It's like take a drink every time you witness a Cassie Tuck. Yeah, yeah you'd be watch. plastered by the end Smash. of the movie. Right. But yes, that was my... It just looks so itchy. Yep. It does. It bothers me a lot. I hate having my hair like plastered to my neck. Like yep. I don't mind wearing my hair down, but when it, especially like anywhere from like my ears back, I'm like, oh, just mm. yeah. makes my skin crawl. So that is my one really big tangent that I just, I wanted everyone to know in case they didn't um, feel the desperate need to Google why her hair was like that. Um, I did it for you, so you don't need to. That's the Cassie Tuck was a choice. Yes, the Cassie Tuck was a choice. And now anytime you're feeling really bothered in life, you just tuck that hair. You just tuck your hair back, girl. And you don't don't have time for a scrunchie. You just tuck that hair back and you'll be feeling confident. You think that it'll start a trend? Do you think we'll see a lot of people tucking their hair into their Um, We were on TikTok when we were looking it up and it was disgusting. Well, you know, this is the kind of content that Kathy Bates comes back for. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. Every Monday she's waiting on us. Every Monday she's waiting at midnight on the West Coast and 3 a.m. on the East Coast. <laughs> she's just sitting there waiting on us. She flies to the West Coast. Um, okay, let's get back to Purple Hearts. Yeah, so okay, m- Purple Hearts. my one question will initially, because I kind of want to just like work through the movie here. Sure. Mads, mm-hmm. you mentioned that Luke is a dick <laughs> at the beginning, which he certainly is. But what's, I, I mean, like, outside of that, 
what's everyone like what was your initial impression of Cassie um I liked Cassie I feel like she was kind of difficult at times throughout the movie especially after his injury I felt like she was Mm -hmm. not the best but I liked her overall as a character I think a lot of that though is because it's not what she signed up for Mm-hmm. And she already has a hard time taking care of herself. <laughs> so adding True. Luke and his serious, like almost having his leg blown off injury is to the mix was a lot more than she bargained for. Yeah. I like a good stubborn character, but I don't like it when they're so stubborn that it like gets in the way of the storyline. And I know it had to at certain times in this one, but it was hard for me. Like sometimes she would be so difficult that I was like, Cassie, stop. Like she, couldn't, trying. Like, like, she couldn't get out of her own way. Mm-hmm. Like yes 90, exactly that's like 90 I mean. percent like until it was too late she couldn't get out of her own way basically exactly and I was just like girl look right in front of you open your eyes a little bit and then also I don't know if you guys are like this or not it seems like none of you are so maybe it's just me I cringe a lot when I watch a movie or read a book about a girl who wrote her own song I don't know why I cannot about handle it. a musical movie I just I can't either I literally said no. that to my friend the other night when we were watching it am I, I the cannot, only one like that is totally I, I don't like it <laughs> I, I like that she listen I like that she's a singer I like that she likes music I I love all of that that's great I really really don't like her being like Oh, he said this in a text one day. Like, uh, what did she say? She said there was one line that she picked was something that he said like the day before. And I get it. I get that whole purpose. He is her muse. It was very sweet. I loved all of that. Except like, I don't know. I say I love all of it. I didn't love all of it. I <laughs> did not like. <laughs> I Something about it. But that was the only complaint I had about it really was just that I don't do well with movies or books where somebody is writing lyrics and I have to listen to them recreate a song I just I don't do it I was very underwhelmed with the music choices like the opening scene where they played that it was like a I forget what song it was but it was like it was a cover it was a cover of a cover I was Was sweet Caroline I was like I don't like the way they covered it I'm old-fashioned I want the regular sweet Caroline see I hate the original just as well so (gasps) hate the original but you can't rock to sweet caroline like that like you just can't i just Um, don't like the song in general so where did jules go Mm. my friend had a very hot take she wants Um, to kill me that's probably why she turned her camera right (laughs) mary said that she really hated cassie's voice really i I was getting annoyed because she was up on the stage like rocking like trying to I was like, you can't do it to the music that you're singing, though. You just need to. I agree. I, I agree. Don't love her. her voice. I thought it was okay. Um, Mary Lee, Mary Lee was talking about how she was like, I just don't see someone with her voice getting to be opening for Florence and the Machine with all these people there chanting. For yes. Her. And I was like, I, I loved that they picked Florence in the Machine. Okay. I did too. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, here's what I agree with you. I am not a fan of singer-songwriter books. I usually avoid them. I love that yeah. shit. I, I love it. I almost didn't read Just Another Love Song, even though I love Carrie's books, just because it was a, um, he was a musician. All right. Okay. My Perfect. next point was that 
Um, I didn't feel any sexual tension between them at all until he got back from his deployment. Yep. Which is the first thing on my list here. My two main issues, the wedding night sex was the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Madison Me and I have had, Madison I and I have had this conversation before where both of us agree that the wedding night sex, it just unneeded it completely unneeded. It cheapened the whole thing, which it's already 100% agree. Yeah. It was already on shaky ground to begin with. Like just because you're married doesn't mean you have to have wedding night sex. Like you're married out of yeah. convenience. You're married because you both need money. They and also had just gotten in a super big argument. Yeah. It was like all of a sudden they were like, oh, you're here and I'm here. So let's, let's get yeah. the Yeah. No. No, I, I, I did think not like they it. based it off also, of it's not enough for me. I personally yes, think it I should agree. have happened after, after the bathtub. Yeah. So absolutely. After I 100% the bathtub agree. after, first of all, the jalapeno scene cracks me up every time. I love that. That was a good one. I love when she's like, this isn't sweat, it's a glow and it cracks me up every time. Yeah. But then, he's they're in the tub and she's washing him giving him a sponge bath and then she's like you should sleep in the bed tonight and that right there that forehead kiss that, first of all, that forehead kiss was perfection stunning that made the whole mm-hmm. movie second of all that should have been the start of their first time sleeping together it should not have happened on their wedding night Absolutely. i agree because it's not a weird. 10 agree then in the next morning when he was very much like mean he was mean and mean mm-hmm. yeah and she yeah. had her I really hate that she had the jacket around her during that moment it was just violently uncomfortable because last night y'all were arguing and you wake up and you have like his like uniform his, jacket yeah, around like, you like he's it was like weird. oh I went for a run that's what I do and it's like y'all don't even know okay. each other yeah and I feel like she other. woke up like like she was like ready to give their relationship a shot back then and then he was like so yes. just, and that felt a little out of character out of because character. she seemed very we she walked like right. she just seemed like she didn't want to be there and so then when she wakes up and she's kind of acting like she wants a relationship with him and he's the closed off one it's it's it very out of character yeah mm-hmm. also i don't know if it was explained better in the book like if you felt it more maybe that's it in the book and yeah. they stuck to the plot or if it was but like the thing is is that in the movie the that should have been way easier to convey than through words like mm-hmm. and it yeah just, I and agree. like you said, so it was completely out of character for Cassie, other than the fact that like, okay, she doesn't know that Luke needs this money, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he refuses to tell her about it. Yeah. So she's under the impression that she is the reason that this marriage is happening because she needs this health insurance mm-hmm. desperately. Mm-hmm. And Luke just refuses to share any piece of himself with her until, you know, then he almost gets mm-hmm. his legs blown off and she accidentally calls his dad instead of his brother and it's just this whole thing so that was my other issue too though speaking of is so luke if you've watched the movie you know luke has a falling out with his dad and you don't know why until the end and i feel like that big blow up breakup fight like the reason that he needed this money and the reason he and his dad had this falling out was just like completely thrown in there at the last second that's kind of Basically, they say Luke, like Luke tells Cassie that he's an addict and he got high as shit one day and stole a car that his dad was rebuilding for a really wealthy client and Mm -hmm. took it out on the freeway and crashed it. And it was like $50,000 that he owed his dad or this client back or whatever. But like he and he talks about how his mom had cancer and he got into her pain meds 
And that's how he became addicted, like to but coke. But why did he not relapse when he was Thank on you. all of the medications? That's exactly what I'm going to say. Exactly. Like, it would have been more believable if he had been on like cocaine or heroin or something. Yeah. Right. But for him to be addicted to pain pills and then to almost have his leg blown off, then mm-hmm. be on pain pills and be on no, nothing. No and it issues. was like a year ago. It yeah. wasn't like it was a long time ago. It either. wasn't years and years. And well, and it the was, thing is, yeah. is at the bar, remember at the very beginning that he's like, I'll just have a Coke when everybody else is ordering beer. And she's like, oh, you know, kind of making fun of him almost for ordering a Coke. And it's like, where was that energy? later on for the entire you know? movie yeah mm-hmm. exactly that the entire like, movie, I, like i would have loved I think to it see him like much. refuse medicine in the hospital or to at least struggle with it to struggle yeah. with taking yeah. it to be like i really don't want to take this because i'm scared it's going to take me down this route but then he doesn't have to go down that route again and just there, where show that struggle I yeah think. there could have mm-hmm. been i mean a thousand moments like we were just talking about the jalapeno scene and after that he takes a bath and at first kathy's cassie's like you know, you need to take a shower before we watch a movie because I can smell the jalapeno coming out of your pores. And mm-hmm. he's like, he mentions that taking a shower means standing for a long period of time, which causes radiating pain. And that would have been a good moment for Cassie to be like, like well, what about we'll your take pain some medicine? And then Luke yeah. would have been like, well, I, I don't want to take them. I can't take them. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot. Exactly. Okay, we got a little ahead of ourselves. Yeah, um, sorry. We really did. Back I'm to so the sorry. fight. <laughs> We're terrible um luke's <laughs> friend or luke's like marine buddy is the absolute worst and yes. i did not like at all when he told her to sit down now he I was, was like, like get your woman I was like how are we gonna redeem this and it was never addressed again nope and i did not love i that. thought the same i ended thing. up loving him yeah. Um, but I would have liked to have addressed that. Yeah. And it's incredible to me that Cassie just rolled with it, given the fact that up until that point, she was in his face constantly yes. about every single issue mm-hmm. that arose in their relationship. The only that reason I really saw that she did fight. it is because she couldn't wanted it to see nails. Right. But no. I would have liked to see her bring it up later. Yeah. It's just like, why? Is that the moment that she suddenly became this docile? Why did they not have a giant fight about it that night when they went back to their hotel instead of sleeping? Instead of having sex. Mm -hmm. That would have built tension too. And what they could have done is them argue and get like really, really close to each other, get their faces really close and then not have anything happen. You know, like either each of them make it very obvious that there's some kind of tension there, but you don't have to have them sleep together. I think that was really unnecessary. It's... The, the sex the night of their wedding was just completely uncalled for. <laughs> We're really bashing it's this so, movie, even though we like wait, it. I we know. Like that's it yeah, I we adore this movie. Yeah, it's I really, I literally, you guys have, that I've, I had that were really big. I honestly have watched this movie more times than I can safely count at this point. Like, I really do love this movie, but I do have some issues with the way the plot played out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. after that seen. fight, the night of their wedding, then the next day he ships out to Iraq. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did they, you guys uh, realize that the kiss, kiss was, was a was like a remake of a famous kiss or something? Really? I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. Yeah, my friend showed me. It was like there was, I think it was in like World War II or something, but when they came back. Like a famous picture? No, it's not the one with the nurse. Okay, gotcha. It's a different one where they're lifting up a wife. That's so cute. I do love that. Oh, 
I do love Okay, that. I think I have That's seen adorable. That. I had never seen it, but she showed it to me and it was super cute, but it was like all the guys lifting her up and they were kissing <gasps> through a window. I love that. I was just going to say that I absolutely adored, like that's one of my favorite stretches of the I, movie is them like same. being, him being in Iraq and her being in California mm-hmm. still and their email exchange. Getting to know each other. And that's, and how, they, that's how they really did get to know One each of other. my favorite parts is when, the sun's going down on Luke's part of the world and Cassie's just waking up and he sends her that picture that is like, um, good, good night to me. Good morning or good night wife. Good mm-hmm. morning to me or something like it's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love it. So but much. he so spelled sweet. it N-I-T-E and that really bothered me. Oh my God, Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey you're the one that has a typo like every other yeah, text. What, what right do you, you have? have? <laughs> <laughs> it says you. Did it really pass you off? The typo queen here. Right? It really passed me off. Yeah. <laughs> really passed you off. Um, what do you guys think about Frankie? Let's not talk about the, the big Frankie. Frankie like, dirty. Frankie's so dirty. But I honestly, I knew he was going to die. Frankie. I knew it. I knew oh, it early on. Especially after like Luke came back. And and we hadn't heard about him. Yeah. And we I hadn't heard anything so about it. And then, man, oh, I like I almost died in that moment when he, Cassie was like, what is Frankie going to think about us playing house? And Luke is like, oh shit, no one told you. Uh, I and knew the moment he gave her the ring on their wedding day. Oh, I yeah. was like, that man's yeah. dying for oh, sure. That <laughs> yeah, man's dying. I've seen he ain't ever going to get to give his girlfriend. No, when that he's ring. like, my mom wanted me to wait until I'm 21 and I come back, and I'm like, honey, you're not coming back. You're dying for sure. Like, I thought his girlfriend <laughs> was so cute though. Oh, Riley, oh, yeah. she's adorable. I love her freckles. Yeah. Oh, she was so beautiful. Oh, she is so sweet. Oh, it kills me. They the did funeral scene hard. gets me though, where she's oh, crying. Oh, that funeral scene was so rough. Like, and Luke is oh sitting God. in his chair and crying, and then the gunshot, the gun salute goes off. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Um, so painful. I have another Cassie Tuck uh, reference when she was playing the music for them while they were overseas. Um, that was the turtleneck scene, and I that wrote, was what bothered me the most. Yeah, I said the hair tucked into the turtleneck is a sensory nightmare. <laughs> it is yeah. absolutely that's I all i never. have to say for that and enti- that's all i wrote down the entire time that they had that montage of the scenes of him overseas i, I actually i did write in all caps her hair is in her t-shirt and then the next thing <laughs> i have is her hair tucked in the turtleneck as a sensory nightmare and that's all i got out of that whole time of him being gone my second See, but i feel like time. she does it and she still looks classy if i did it you guys would, would be like, Kelsey, what are you doing? Okay, <laughs> right now, speaking of, it's not a Cassie Tuck, but like she, I I just love her style because it's something yes. that I can never pull off. But yeah. she's, right now, she's at that house with that producer guy and she's singing the yeah um stripped mm-hmm. down version of I Hate the Way and she's got this like ear and then it goes up to her cartilage here, mm-hmm. like with mm-hmm. a chain. And I could never pull that off, but I'm so obsessed with it. I don't know why. I love she, I do love her style. The only time I didn't was that wedding dress. Oh, that the wedding, wedding dress, dress was horrible. And the boots. Was, I like the boots with it. I was like, that's a no no. And terrible. he was looking at her like she was the most exquisite thing he has ever like seen. Like she had hung the moon. Him, yeah. like, that's so because that thing was completely see through. That's true. Like when she was walking into the courthouse <laughs> and he was like, You look, you look really pretty. And I'm like, she looks like she's I'm wearing like, a drape. Or like an ugly, a like, like an ugly tablecloth i like, like grandma's like, like grandma <laughs> <lingerie>. <laughs> Matthew, what? 
What did you say, Madison? I said I liked the dress. I hated it. Oh no! But it's very no. much cast. Did you like style. the boots with it? There is the yes. right okay, and so wrong her, here. Her style no, in this movie is like my style in fall. I get really grunge in the fall. I don't know why. It's very that much dress Cassie's. Was not grunge. That was I really like the like, the ribbed like wide strapped tank tops i loved those they look she had a lot of really cute stuff yeah um on the only time that i was like "Mm -mm," was that stupid wedding dress and then like you said it was so see-through and then she was like trying to unzip it and stuff and i yeah i like i got it i I knew what they were going for but it it did not hit i thought cassie was did not handle his injury very well when she was like, how dare you inconvenience me by blowing up your legs and having to come live in my house with me. It's like, I get she handled it terribly, obviously, yeah. but I also get where she's coming from because it's 100% not what she signed up for. So I didn't like it, but I understood it. Yeah. Kelsey, what are your thoughts? This ice cream is so good. <laughs> No, I I was thinking something completely unrelated. Like they showed the outside of her apartment building and made it like look like it was like not the best. Like she didn't even have a doorknob that worked properly. But then like you walked into the apartment and it was a nice apartment. Like it was way nicer than any apartment I lived in. Absolutely. (laughs) I keep like every single TV show though. I I mean, they talk about in New Girl how their apartment is like so grunge all the time, and that place is massive for starters. It's bigger than my house now. Like, but I was thinking, like, whenever when he was in a wheelchair and his dad wasn't there to like take him to physical therapy, how did he get out of the apartment? Because I know she didn't do it. You know, I feel like he he got back on his feet super fast. Yeah, he did. For nearly having his leg blown off, he got back on his feet. That's what I'm, I'm wondering if it was a lot longer of a time. We just, we don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if a lot longer time was passing. Um, the next thing I wrote down was when, um, after the drug dealer breaks into her mom's house and then he goes and beats him up the next day. Well, that's about to happen right now. I'm watching it. But in, when he says, that, if oh. you look at my wife, I wrote, that's hot. <laughs> I slipped out when I saw that part. But oh, yeah, that was really Can we like, rewind a few minutes though, because so this drug dealer guy breaks into her mom's house and then she had a show that night and she rushes over to her mom's house after the show and her, I don't know how diabetes, is it blood sugar issues? Her blood sugar drops? Is that what yes. it is? Okay, her blood sugar drops and she like almost passes out. And so they're like in the apartment and they're Uh whatever. And then he is like panicking, freaking out, gives her her little glucose stuff and they're like cuddling on the couch. And then she turns and kisses him. And yeah, she says it'll take 20 minutes for it to kick in. But then then she's fine instantly. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, "Mm, that was not 20 minutes. That was fine for me, but I just 20 minutes, ma'am. That moment was just so sweet. It was, it was really, it was so sweet. I Um, watched it with Luke whenever I was sick and Luke was cuddling me and I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just beat up the drug dealer. So, (laughs) oh, and this is one of my other favorite parts. I'm sorry, Mads, but he goes to the cemetery to visit Frankie and he's like sobbing. 
he is sobbing on Frankie's grave. And then he stands up and he's like, you want to know something crazy? I think Cassie Salazar is my best friend and I die inside because it's so cute. I cannot. Were you guys expecting them to be found out at the end? Because I was not. I thought that it was just going to turn into a real marriage. They were going to live happily ever after. Yeah, they weren't. They couldn't get in trouble anymore because it really was real. It was real. And then they found out, and I was like, "Well, this took a turn I was not expecting." I am not okay with how it ended because they made it seem like. I mean, he got dishonorably discharged, which is like, I know it happens in real life, but like. That is not. He still a good got thing. his purple heart, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, but I'm and like, they made it seem like he just lived happily ever after. Like he went off for six months. He went to prison. Like yeah. that wasn't like, like a military. farewell. You're gonna go serve. Yeah, like, that wasn't him just like hanging out on base for six months, messing around. Also, yeah, they never had sex before he got <laughs> sent to prison. No? So they went for however long that was. Probably like a year. Let's be real here. Yeah. Well, for however long it was from the very first time to throughout his whole injury, which is an undetermined amount of time because it's not made clear. And then the whole time he's in prison, I really expected it to happen again somewhere. It should not have happened at the beginning. No. Um, what did you guys think of the, like the very end? a little montage of them on the beach i i hated it so much i want it it's like a i would have liked a real reunion yeah it's like an epilogue that's completely unsatisfying yeah it was like it was very cringy i think (laughs) i was like Mm -hmm. this is really cute and sweet but like Uh you haven't showed the beach at all during the whole movie it's not like it's something that's important to them yeah can i tell you what though Peaches stole the show in that little epilogue thingy because Peaches is perfection. The dog mm-hmm. was also a random thing that I think probably was explained more in the books, yeah, but it was but just like a random addition totally, to the movie. But I love Peaches because she's a golden retriever. Yeah, I love, so. I love a dog, so I'm not going <laughs> to complain about it. But it she was, as soon as Peaches made her debut, I was like, I was like no wonder she loves this movie so much. <laughs> I just love her so much. She's so cute. She's the sweetest baby. But Peach Juliana said sailor is talking, so I can't say anything, but Peaches is queen. Facts. <laughs> uh, the last, the last <laughs> item that I have written down is Luke looks goofy. <laughs> Sorry, but look at Sailor. You think Luke looks goofy? Yes. He does. He's handsome. No, okay. I'm with you, Kelsey. Sometimes I told sometimes my he's Mer- cute, and sometimes he looks yeah. Mayor, if you're listening, Meredith and I and I have had this conversation because Nicholas, I cannot say his last name. I'm not even going to try. Galitzine, Galitzine, something, whatever. He plays the one of the main characters in the Red, White, and Royal Blue movie that's coming uh-huh. out based on Casey McQuiston's book. And I'm obsessed with that movie. I'm really excited for him as Henry, but like I can't decide if I think he's hot or not. Julian also says that he Luke is, is hot. hot. Screw y'all. Yeah. Sometimes he is. And then sometimes I'm like, why did I think that? It's this face. Yeah. And it's his teeth. Stop. Like right now, after he beats up the drug dealer guy and he and Cassie are having this fight and she storms out, he's sexy as hell right now. I'm not going to lie to you. But then other You're times, I'm like, the pod? <laughs> bye, Jules. <laughs> um, I thought he was. I, and I. I was messaging Katie Prouty about the movie um, when I, the first time I watched it and I was like, I have a confession. I think 
I think Luke looks goofy. And she was like, wait, what? Gasp. He's so hot. And I sent her a picture of him like on the red carpet somewhere. Oh, no, he was just smiling. And she's like, okay, yeah, I see it there. He looks What about this does not attract That's hot. Look at that mouth. The way that he's like pursing his lips. Yeah. No, he's not. He just has full lips. What's his, what's the actor's name? Nicholas Galitzine, Galitzine, something like that. G-A-L-I-T-Z-I-I-N-E. Okay, I'll find you the picture I was, I was looking at. Well, look, it's like. He kind of looks like Justin Bieber. No, he does does not. not. Take that back, Kelsey. In real life, he looks like Justin Bieber. Look at this. No, he does not look like the Biebs at all. You think this looks real cute. You don't think that looks goofy? It's goofy. I think that he's pretty. I think he's hotter with his mouth closed. <laughs> I also I also think that he is definitely more of a pretty boy. And I think he was an interesting choice for like for a, someone rugged. a rugged Marine. See, here's the thing about that. I too. think he was a great in, actor and he played the part super well. But I don't he's think hot he in that picture. Because his mouth is closed. I think he, <laughs> that's he exactly the it. part super well, but I don't think he looked. The but part. that's the thing with him playing Henry in Red, White, and Royal Blue is that Henry is literally a prince. So like yeah. he is a pretty boy. Yeah, so I, I think he's think more he looks that part. They more. also he grew his hair out and it's like dyed blonder. And I'm like, because you know what? I really the one thing I did love about the little I'm going to keep calling it the epilogue because I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the epilogue at the end of this movie is that his hair was like longer and floppy. And I was really into it. Like, Can really- I say a spoiler for the book? Yeah. Jules, get on here. Do your spoiler thing real quick. this is the spoiler section was that good enough that was really good (laughs) perfect i'm surprised you guys can't hear sailor a little bit probably can't now i'm not not. um i was reading the goodreads reviews which is i mean never a good idea if you're wanting to judge unless you're going looking for bad reviews well i just wanted to know how similar the book was to the movie that was my only I was like if it's super similar to the movie I'm gonna destroy this book um but I was like but if it was very different I don't I was just like I don't know if it's worth my time so I was reading the Goodreads reviews and someone or multiple people mentioned that Cassie cheated on Luke while he was deployed in the book oh that's just so heartbreaking and she didn't care either it was just like well we're you know we're not together which I think they kind of meant I think the only time they hit on that in the movie was when she said um they were like uh that's not a good enough reason to marry someone and she's like that sounds like the best reason um and it's even better because you get to sleep with whoever other people yeah and I think that's why they had her say that yeah but they didn't want to actually go into the cheating which I was very glad for because she says that when she's talking to Frankie and she's like (laughs) it sounds like the that sounds like the most or the healthiest marriage in the the world yeah that and I'm like does do you know how we were just talking about how great like they did at picking out Cassie's outfits Mm mm-hmm who picked out Luke's? Because he's got on like dad jeans right here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? Dang, I never noticed. I didn't really pay much attention to his ass. It has like the little loop, like all the dad jeans. That's out of character can, like, for you, Amanda. 
Yeah, I know because I'm an ass girl. So that's incredible that I never really paid much attention to his ass. Um, <laughs> okay, wait, also... the loop, like, are you talking about like cargo pants, Kelsey? Yeah. You know, those loops. I always for, like... thought that's where like, huh? Say it. What were you going to say? I always thought that's where like that little loop where you put your hammer. Yes, that's exactly what it's for. So, And like, he's my, not hammering. My dad anything, literally so wears he... them. My dad wears them religiously because my dad's a mechanic. So. I had a pair when I was a kid because I had Amy Dunn's for my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that explain so much about you? <laughs> a lot of my stuff was Amy Dunn's for my brother. I mean, I still don't know how to dress properly. <laughs> um, I was also looking up stuff about this movie and well, actually two things. Number one, it's become like one of the most successful Netflix movies made ever. Ever. Yeah. Um, which is hilarious uh, because it had like a super low budget and things, but it's just, you know, <laughs> us book gals, we love, we love our rom-com movies. Well, not really calm, but just our romance movies. Yeah, this but the other thing was fun. that um, the Purple Heart's name came from him getting a Purple Heart, but also they took like a very left-wing and a very right-wing blue and red and merged them to make purple. I didn't even realize that. That's perfect. I know. I thought that was so cute. One thing that, okay, so I'm getting to the end of the movie now, which is insane that I've, we've been on long enough that I've watched almost a two hour movie in this time, but it's at his little court hearing at the end there Mm -hmm. where he like stands up and takes responsibility for the whole thing. And -hmm. the thing that bugs me is that like, they don't even try to sell it as a real marriage. They just like, yup. They just roll with, they just roll with him getting court-martialed and then getting, sent to prison to military prison and then getting dishonorably discharged i was like Cassie doesn't even percent satisfied with the ending of this thing. not to mention the fact that his whole family is there and has seen them together and even when they were still like they have a dog together they're living together yeah like even when they were still pretending that this marriage was like you know they knew it was fake but they were pretending for the sake of their families luke's sister-in-law is like i love the way you look at him to cassie like and that was so far that was so long ago and it's uh-huh. like why couldn't somebody in that courtroom stand up and be like, this was a real marriage? It just doesn't make I wonder sense. if it's because I of his dad. Like somebody that. could have stepped up. <laughs> Maybe his it was dad, because of his dad. His dad even said to Cassie after Luke got arrested that, like, I thought you were bringing my son back to me. Like, his dad would have 100% backed them up. I know he would have. I don't know. I just, I was not 100%. I loved the movie. I gave yeah. it a solid four out of five stars altogether. Yeah. Um. But I did have an issue with the ending, which yeah. really kind of ruins it. The mm-hmm. epilogue was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Why glad did I'm not they the do it one. like that? Were they afraid? Like, I don't know. You know what I wanted is like a running through the gates of camp and or of his base and scooping Cassie off of her feet and spinning her around and being like, and her being like, you came home. And then that's, that's the end. And then the song playing in the background. Yeah, that's exactly like that would have been, but not her song. She don't like <laughs> the song she wrote, the one about come home. Oh, you know, I will say whenever like, that one's been stuck in, the, in my head. I when hate he was that song in the and it um, plays four million times in this movie. Sorry, when he was in the room with come the back rest, home. Sorry. <laughs> with the rest of the Marines and like I guess it was like where everybody went to go like 
FaceTime or whatever mm-hmm. with their spouses. And she sang it for him and they were all crying. I cried because it was so cute. Um, You can cut that. Don't put that in the podcast. Apparently that's not a popular opinion. No, I, no, I, I had mixed cute. feelings about it because I am a re- I really hate any kind of like public displays like in a rom-com when it the couple when the couple runs together and oh, they like find that. each other in public I love that shit. like the end of the proposal for example when he professes his love in front of their entire office yeah um I hate that more like it makes me want to shrivel up and die. That makes me cringe. I really don't like that. Um, mm-hmm. And they do it at the end of like every rom-com every- movie. And so that was just giving me that energy. But like, I know a lot of people that was their favorite part of the whole thing, but it was making me inside be like. See, my thing with this movie though, is like, there's not going to be a lot of people around when Luke gets released from military prison. So they easily could have made that like, a thing where only like his family was there just like when he had gone into prison and it would have just been like a small like reunion Mm -hmm. deal and I just didn't I didn't like the way that it I thought the ending was just super compared to the rest of the movie you know what I feel bad people listening to this we really did not hate this movie we enjoyed this movie a lot but it turns out when you get all four of us talking about it we had some bigger issues with it than we anticipated so um also I'm really sorry to everyone and Kathy Bates that we were not more organized with this podcast um it turns out that the teeny tiny outline that we do type every week for it helps a lot (laughs) um really gives us something to go back to so proceeding forward we will type up our three line outline it turns out we desperately need even a modicum of structure who knew? <laughs> we need the little we don't do well without the spot where it says to giggle and where to yawn. And- Are we yeah. done with Purple Hearts? Yep. We said everything we needed to say. I will say, yep. well, because I'm watching the end of it right now. The I will say that the moment when Cassie like goes to the base right before he gets taken away mm-hmm. by the police and she's like, I want you to be the one that listens to my songs first. And I want you to put on your running shoes and I want you to go out running and I want you to run back to me. And then she's like, because I love you. And he's like, I love you too, Cassie Salazar. And he takes his hat off and he kisses her. And I just love it. Anyway, let's do, would you rather? Yeah, I have one. Okay. Would you rather read a book where the main character is killed off or read a book where the love interest is killed off? I want the main character to die. Yeah, same. Like the Divergent series? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. (laughs) Yeah, I would have been real pissed if Four had died. Oh my God, right? I mean, like, Tris, I love her, don't get me wrong, but if Four had died, I would have rioted, I think. Are you saying Forehead? No, Four. Four. Four had. If Four had, because his name is Four. Four is his nickname. Because he only has four fears. You really should read this. I would have rioted. I 100% would have. Especially the movie for theo james is yes but that was another book to movie i didn't love no because they didn't kill tris at the end (laughs) oh yeah i forgot about that they didn't kill her i like i watched that i remember watching that movie in theaters and being like what is happening like all that stuff at the end played out and i was like this is not how the book went like 
I don't remember the last one very well. I, I remember watching the first one a bunch of times. Well, but yes, I would also supposed to die. rather have the main character die in the love interest because I mean we learn to love the love interest and well, yeah, typically in the in the types of books where the main character is killed off it's for the greater good yeah mm-hmm. like in Divergent yeah <laughs> like Tris died to but save I don't want planet. my love interest to die off for any reason no like there's one coming to mind right now and it broke me so what is it is it I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for Kelsey because she hasn't read this series Kelsey, is it head. the Akatar? No, it's not Akatar. Oh, is it fantasy? Yeah, I probably. Mads, I'll text you. It. I'll text you. Okay. Okay, Matt, would you rather? Is really good. Okay, okay I'm ready. Okay, would you rather bring only one book on a twelve-hour flight, or bring an e-reader with only ten percent left on a four-hour flight? E-reader. With only ten percent left. Yeah, I would only bring one book on the 12 hour flight because I read way too fast for that. I don't, I, I, no. the anxiety of knowing that I only had 10%, though, I couldn't do it. Yeah, really. it would stress me out. And I'm most likely not going to read that entire 12 hour flight. I'm going to read like probably half of it and sleep half. Okay. I guess when you put it like that, that makes sense. I couldn't sit down and read a book for 12 hours straight. I would I like, I'd be so anxious to take a break somewhere, especially in between. on a flight when I literally have nothing else to do, but wait until the plane lands. I think so. it just makes my head hurt after a few hours. So I have to take some kind of break right? Um, to like eat I w- or move around. I would be too anxious that I would be like in the middle of a chapter and my Kindle would die. Like that Absolutely. would stress me out to no end. All right. We ready for my would you rather? Absolutely. Okay. So I... I have to tell you guys that, well, I've told you guys this already, but Jolene, if you're listening, this one is for you because one of my former teachers called me at the office during the week and um, has been listening to our podcast. So thank you for listening, Miss Hetherington. We appreciate it. But she gave me the idea for this, um, this would you rather. So this one goes out to Miss Hetherington. Would you, now this is both a writing and a reading question. Would you rather write in third person or first person and would you rather read in third person or first person i would rather write and read in first person kels that's hard because i i used to only read third person if a book was in first person i would be so annoyed really but now it's like all that i read is in first person i so, like it so much more because i feel like i'm in their head see yeah. uh, for me i currently only write in third person and that's not I mean I don't have any problem writing in first person I just like writing in third person but reading wise I'll read anything I'm not picky on third or first so yeah so in the end was third third person person. huh sorry in the end was third person and now the one that I'm writing right now is in first person so I will read third person but I will always prefer first person yeah I'm not picky at all like I just I just like the way it reads better I guess yeah I love I love both honestly I really like I it does not matter to me when reading I just think that sometimes for me writing in writing in third person is easier but then sometimes I'm like dang I really wish I wrote in first person because sometimes it's a lot in their head and in their body yeah that's fair when I'm reading and writing like I like to be like that person when I'm writing them, that's the only way I can do like separate voices. 
That's fair. You know, um, to make sure that the characters feel very different since I do dual POV. So I like to like put myself completely in their mindset and in their body as I'm like writing them. And I guess I just like reading that better too, because that's what I like. I never considered writing in third person. I don't know why I just, I sat down. I've never once like any of the stories that I've ever written since childhood. Like I've never once written them in third. Yeah. Just, I, I guess that's just my go-to is first. I think I've done some stuff in first, but a lot of what I write is in third just because I've now written two books in third yeah. person. And so it's one I'm comfortable with. Yeah. And I don't know. I think I do a decent job of distinct character voices in my points of view. No, you do. I'm just saying for me <laughs> to be able to do it. Yeah. That's how I, I have to like get in their mindset. Yeah. I get what you're Maybe saying. Maybe that's my like hold up with my work in progress Maybe is that it's not it written third. in third person. So I'm like, oh. I mean, you know what, Kelsey, you only have four chapters done. So if you wanted to try it out in third, just to see if it flows better, you're not like too far deep at this but point. But I feel like it's like a general rule that all rom-coms are written in first person. Well, then again, I don't Baggage write rom-coms. Claim is not- so I don't wait, write rom-coms. What's not? So. I would say baggage claim, but then I was like, wait, has she announced her title? Yes. yes. She has. Um, yeah. Bag- and I don't think I can fix that as either. I think they're both third person. And hers are rom-coms, right? Does she mark hers as rom-coms? Yeah, that's true. I think they're funny. I um, don't write rom-coms, so I write messy as shit stories. And we love them. Heartbreakers and Kathy Bates. Uh, we just wanted to let you guys know that next week we are going to be having BK Borson on, and we are very excited to talk about mixed signals. We all read it and loved it. It was fantastic, and in my opinion, her best book yet. So I can't wait to chat with her all about everything about writing mixed signals. Um, and next week, uh, all of the pancakes are going to be together because we're, they're all coming to visit me in Tennessee. So we are very excited to record that episode all together. First of all, thank you for listening to the absolute chaos that was this episode. If you've listened this far, we truly appreciate you more than you know. If you haven't already, please go rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We would greatly appreciate it. And if you haven't already, if you're not following us on Instagram, we are at H-E-A's and heartbreaks.pod. We'd love to have you follow over there. That's it. Um, We'll see you next time, heartbreakers. Uh